Welcome back to the Pumps and Systems Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Champlin, Managing Editor of Pumps and Systems Magazine. And you can visit us on the web at pumpsandsystems.com. On this episode, we are going to tell you what you can find in the April 2022 issue of Pumps and Systems Magazine, as we've been doing for the past several months. And I'm going to have our editor, Jennifer King, and our production manager, Amy Hyde, to talk about the issue. It's a big oil and gas issue, and you've also got a special section as it pertains to seals and bearings. And we'll hit on a few more of these uh, topics in the magazine as well. We've got a pretty good long issue, and it's if you're at the Offshore Technology Conference, the OTC conference in Houston in May, you'll be able to see this. But you can also go to pumpsandsystems.com slash subscribe, and you can get subscribed to the to the issue or to, to the digital issue, if you're so inclined. And you can go to pumpsandsystems.com, go to magazine, and then go to digital edition, or just type in digital.pumpsandsystems.com, and the April one will be ready for you on April 1st. So please search and subscribe for the Pumps and Systems podcast on any platform, such as Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Just type in Pumps and Systems, subscribe. We've got almost 70 episodes right now, a lot, a lot of good material over the past few months. So give those a listen, and you can even go back and listen to some of the old episodes. They're still pretty evergreen as we speak today. So uh, first, let me bring on Amy, who wrote the editor's letter. For this month and oil and gas is a pretty hot topic, uh, mostly because of your gas prices right now. So, Amy, uh, what's on your mind as it pertains to oil and gas in this issue? Yeah, so oil and gas is always a big topic for us, and it's always one of the industries that's most affected by things outside of what's actually happening at those plants. And we actually feature some things about oil and gas on our on the curve page that's towards the front of the book and. Um, We talk mostly about Brent crude oil prices, which hit a high at the beginning of March, Um, and they've dropped a little. At the beginning of March, they were 139 and 13 cents per barrel, and now um, they're closer to 113 at the end of March, but we're still seeing those highs that haven't been hit since 2008, and that's also affecting us at the gas prices consumers are seeing Um, a high that they, again, haven't seen since 2008. At the end of March, it's 424, um, which is very close. We were at 425 at the beginning of March. So um, we're seeing a lot of that, of course, due to the conflict between Russia and Ukraine, but we'll continue to watch that. Um, But we also feature things that are uh, consistent in oil and gas. And so Um, One of those things is reliable water services um, to refineries. We feature a story about that, and that's actually on our cover. Um, And we also have a story about using um, hardwired supervisory control and data acquisition systems and how um, using these digital solutions can really benefit oil and gas. And uh, they're great stories. You should check them out. You know, uh, we're recording this in late March to, to give to you guys in early April. So the thankfully, the price of oil has gone down since then, and hopefully we'll see that at the pump in the next few uh, weeks or so. It's always always takes a little bit longer for the prices to go down than it does when they to go up. So uh, hopefully it'll stay that way, but, you know, you never know. So um, we'll just have to track that as it goes along. So uh, lots of good oil and gas content in our issue. I'll get to that. Uh, shortly, though, I really wanted to switch gears to something else that you'll read about in the 
In the uh, early part of our magazine in the news section, uh, the pump industry lost one of their legends. Uh, George Harris of Hydro passed away, the founder and president, and he's uh, just uh, made a huge impact in the industry. You know, Hydro is a great content and advertising partner with us at Pumps and Systems. So, uh, Jennifer, I know you got to know uh, Mr. Harris pretty well. I actually met him once myself, but uh, what's uh, what kind of legacy does he leave behind and how big of a loss is this for the pump industry? Yeah, you know, I think that um, George is someone that everyone I've met in the pumps industry knows about George. Um, you know, his involvement with the Hydraulic Institute is widely known. And I think it's also the culture that he represented and promoted at Hydro that he's so well known for. Um, you know, he and four other engineers started Hydro in 1969. So um, it's a, been around for a really long time. And now they have 15 different service centers in nine different countries. So obviously the company has really grown. But through all of that, he and his wife, uh, Rita, who they had been married for 56 years, which is a whole other accomplishment that is amazing. Um, you know, they really fostered this idea of their employees being like their family and everyone that I know at Hydro, um, feels that way about George and felt that way about, their relationship with him and with Rita and how the company um, took care of one another. So we're really um, sad to see George um, go and his wife and all of the people at Hydro, all the employees there, they're in our thoughts and prayers. Um, And it was, you know, someone we're going to continue to look to for lessons that we've learned for a long time to come. Absolutely. And uh, George Harris passed away on December 20th of 2021. So late last year. And we've got a full page, essentially a full page obituary that Hydro sent to us. And that's on page eight with a picture of George Harris. He was born in Chicago in 1941. So he had a long life. And, uh, you know, I met him once over at a turbo machinery and pump symposium. And basically he was just kind of holding court there over at the Hydro booth, just sitting on a chair, just People would come to him and he'd have a lot to say. So, yeah, you know, we're not going to have. I remember it too. Everybody yeah. stopped by to see him. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, you know, we won't have that at the, at the TPS show this August, but, uh, you know, we're happy to to share the, the accomplishments of George F. Harris in our magazine this month. So, and yeah, so right after the, you know, the George Harris obituary, you get to page 38 and that goes to our oil and gas cover series. And Amy mentioned a couple of stories, you know, we've got the Lockwood, Andrews and Newnham's story with the Gulf Coast Water Authority on the uh, on the cover and a couple other articles stuck out to me as well. You know, one, we had Ian Palmer, a petroleum engineer and consultant who wrote an online article for us last year. This time we got to he explained a lot about shale fracking and, and some frack pumps. So we don't usually get that, but it's a pretty hot topic as well. So we're happy to have Ian share his expertise there and then other stuff like, you know, what to consider when commissioning a new oil and gas pumping system from Romtech. That's a pretty basic article as well. So, and we heard from Netch and Full Flow and Atlas Copco and Saudi Aramco, a lot of good oil and gas content in our magazine in the cover series. So uh, not just that though, uh, Jen, we had some uh, other topics as well. What, what can you tell our listeners about what else they can find in this issue? 
Yeah, so as you mentioned earlier, this uh, special section was on seals and bearings. We have um, several articles about, you know, what seal applications, or I'm sorry, what type of seals are best for what um, your application may be. Um, we have a great one from Abjit Kier. I want to make sure I'm pronouncing that right, Drew, because I know you um, commissioned this article with him. But that is understanding back-to-back -back and face-to-face -face bearing arrangements. Um, we have another one in the um, section about factors to consider that deal with seals and it contributing to the centrifugal pump life cycle. So that one is from desk case. So we have quite a few um, seals and bearings articles. And then it toward the back of the magazine, that's kind of where some of our other topics come in. We have um, an article from Predio on digital twin. Um, Bush has contributed an article for us on vacuum pumps and the ever popular, we always seem to have some article on VFDs because I think it's a very hot topic, um, has been for quite a few years, but All Test Pro has an article on um, improving VFD troubleshooting. So those are all uh, more toward the back of the book. Um, one of our favorite or I, my favorite anyway, I hope the readers um, feel this way as well, is our Back to Basics article. And this month, um, Ashcroft has done um, a dive into checking the calibration of your pressure gauge and basically how often you should do that and how that can be, um, how that can be carried out. So that's basically the, a good run of what we've got going on this month. Yeah, we sure do. And I know, Amy, you deal a lot with our columnists as well. And one of them, Amin Almasi, we got to hear from. But what is he writing about this month and what other columns should our readers look forward to for this issue? Yeah, so Amin, um, he actually plays into the uh, cover series, Oil and Gas is his strong suit there. So he talks about centrifugal pumps and oil and gas and um, petrochemical plants. And he gives a practical guideline um, for how those pumps should be used in those applications. Uh, we always love hearing from him, especially on, on oil and gas. Um, but we also have, of course, uh, a favorite, Jim Elsie. And this month he is talking about Star Trek, which is uh, not something we normally think of when we think of pumps and systems. But we love how Jim can always uh, make his topics relatable to something with pop culture. And so he's talking about the importance of critical speed and he says, you know, usually everyday engineers um, and technicians, pump technicians may not need to know exactly the specifics of critical speed, but that they do need to have a fundamental understanding of it and be aware of it, even if they're not the one figuring out exactly what the critical speed is. Um, so that's a really great one from Jim. And then uh, last in our columnist lineup for April is Heinz Block, uh, which we always love having articles from Heinz, and this one is no different. Uh, it's an opinion column, and he talks about fire water pumps and using packing in those pumps. And he talks a lot about how standards, you know, are set in place and that they need to be updated regularly. And sometimes we get past 
a point when that standard is useful. And he is saying that he thinks that's true for the use of packing in modern firewater pumps. He doesn't recommend it. Um, and so we think our readers are going to have a lot to say about that one. And we would love to hear from you if you have any opinions on that or another standard that you think needs to be updated or changed. We'd love to hear from you at pumpeditors at cahabamedia.com. Please email us and let us know what you think. Yeah, we should uh, look forward to hearing what anybody has to say about that. And I'll just tease in our May issue, we'll have a... We are planning to have a columnist who you haven't heard from in a while, so we're excited about that. We'll just leave that as a teaser for now. Uh, but Jennifer, I know we've got some good webinars coming up pretty soon. Uh, do you want to share some about that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, if you're listening to when we release this podcast, this particular webinar will already have taken place. The live event will already have taken place. But you can still go back to pumpsandsystems.com slash webinars and watch this on demand. Um, RDI Technologies has a webinar with us on March 31st. So like I said, go back and watch that on on demand. Um, this one is on utilizing motion amplification to discover the root cause of vibration and prevent equipment damage. So I'm really looking forward to seeing, um, learning more about that technology. And uh, we know vibration is one of those things that everyone is always trying to kind of get to the bottom of or, um, figure out how to deal with. So I think this it will be a really interesting uh, webinar. And we have a, two more coming up in April. On April 14th, uh, Siemens has a webinar with us for improving data quality of medium voltage drives. And that's at 11 a.m. Central Time. So make sure you sign up for that. And hopefully you can be on there live so that you get the benefit of the Q&A. That's the one cool thing about um, attending these events live is that you can ask questions of the experts and they can answer you live right on time. Um, then we have another one on May, I'm sorry, April. 28th, April 28th at 12 p.m. Central Time. And this is with Uniblock. And this is about um, the proper pump selection for clean in place or clean out of place applications. So it's a little bit more um, not not just like food related, but they're talking about, you know, other all the applications that if you have a clean in place or clean out of place operation and the sort of maintenance checklist that uh, maintenance and operations professionals need to need to know about. Yeah, some great content there. Uh, and also, you know, we have plenty of podcast issues as well. If you guys want to get caught up, uh, most recent one had a Frank Ma from John Crane on how pumps and compressors enable the hydrogen and CCUS ecosystem. Uh, we had a, a podcast from Ari's Panagulius at Hydro, uh, Impact and Future of IoT in the Pump Industry. So pushing 70 episodes, we'll have an episode as it pertains to uh, cyber attacks on wastewater systems coming up this month in April. So be on the lookout for that. You can go to soundcloud.com slash pumps and systems and you can listen to it. You can go to pumpsandsystems.com slash podcasts and get caught up on all those. And you can search and subscribe on any podcast platform. So that's a good way to end this podcast. I want to say that anybody who wants to email me, the host, Drew Champlin, please, de please do so. dchamplin at kahabamedia.com. That's D-C-H. A-M-P-L-I-N at C-A-H-A-B-A-M-E-D-I-A dot com. 
Till next time, thank you so much for listening.